tonight's feature presentation of Rough Rider Talk Radio presents interviews by Dick Gelati. Tonight, Dick Gelati will not be doing the interviews. It'll be a solo show by Rough Rider Ricky, the guest canceled. Hello, Rough Rider Ricky here. Mm, just doing solo. Uh, no, the title is Interviews with Dick Gelati, but uh, here lately we have had a few people cancel on us. So we are just doing a Rough Rider Ricky solo show. It's going to be uploaded on YouTube, so we will have the video going. So people can now watch me while I do, and I keep looking up. I don't know what I'm looking up at. I guess I should be looking at the camera like that. I got another screen, so I'm looking at the other screen. So what you see on the camera is me looking at the big screen in front of me. I can't turn it. I got the computer and all that. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So welcome to today's show. And what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about what's going on. Uh, recently in Rough Rider Ricky's life. There you go. Uh, we're going to take a sip of water, clear the throat, and get started here. All right. So over the past few podcasts, you probably have heard me talk about being on Twitter, talking about certain instances that keep happening, happening on Twitter that happens to a lot of us. It's just not me. Mike Tyson had a quote. It, it's around there. Hope you've seen it. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. And it's everybody's getting really too comfortable insulting people without getting punched in the face. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the exact quote. I'm not pulling it up, but that's the gist of it. People are out there running their trap just because they can because there's no consequences. I think I talked about it in one of my podcasts that in these days and times, um, everybody knows what's going on in the world. Everybody knows what's going on in the United States. Everybody knows what's happening. They do. They watch TV. They watch the news. You're going to cross the wrong person one time and something bad's going to happen. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it, it's out there. You see it every day. So I'm just telling you, maybe people need to be a little more uh, respectful of other people. And if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. You know, don't run your mouth. Are, are you immature? Whenever I disagree with somebody, I always try and find a way to give that person a positive feel about what I'm about to say. Perfect example is Colin Hurd cutting down Ohio State one time. But you know what? I'm, I'm trying to be a Colin Hurd. I got a podcast. I got a talk radio show. I do interviews. I do. So I'm trying to be that guy. That guy, he's already the man. So I, I give him props for that. And then I go, man, I disagree with your say about Ohio State, man. And that's how you should do it. A group of SEC fans, man, I love messing with those people. They are so serious, man. They're so serious. And they all they have to stand behind is is Alabama. <laughs> you know, the rest of the Texas A&M, come on, guys, number six, lose to a non-ranked team. I'm just saying. 
App State's tough, man. They should they should have paid attention instead of you know looking past them and and thinking ah we got it, right? That's Jimbo Fisher because he's. Let me just say he's not Nick Saban. All right, I'm just gonna say it like that. See, instead of saying anything bad about the guy, you just say, man, he's not the caliber of coach Nick is. That's that's why Nick pulled out a game against a great team that had his number, but Nick was there. He coached, man, he coaches those guys every day. He brings them to the game prepared and ready to play. That's the difference. That's what I'm going to say. But listen, if you're out there and you got to say something about somebody and you don't like it, just figure a way better to say it. I'm a non-educated kind of guy and I can figure, I can figure it out. There's a lot of people out there that are educated. They're wordsmiths. They can talk a lot better than I can. And, and they don't do it. So just be thoughtful of other people, right? Be respectful. And it goes a long way in, in today's time because it, it, it's uh, with all the devices and everybody with their heads down, phones in their hand, iPads, Android, whatever, right? They you know, Regular old communication, block parties, having fun with your neighbors and everything. Doesn't happen anymore doesn't happen anymore. And that's terrible. It's terrible. We need to get back to that. We need to try and find a way to get back to those times and enjoy life because the way it's going now, (laughs) it's terrible. It's terrible to even be a part of it. It's embarrassing. Okay. So... With the show, interviews by Dick Gelati. Okay. He's a good radio personality. I really like him. And we're trying to line up some great people for him. Uh, We've reached out, I've said it before, to some retired Major League Baseball players that I know. Uh, Some current people on uh, the Seattle Seahawks roster. You know, it's game game time, so it's really going to be you know, the season, it's really going to be hard to try and talk to them, but they do interviews and stuff. Maybe I can get them. And now I've approached the WWE NXT, um, Rick Flair, to be, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I, on Twitter, I was, uh, going through, uh, suggestions on who they say you should follow based on your patterns on Twitter. And he came up and we told the story. We told the story on air about that. Not, not about uh, him following me on Twitter about a Ric Flair story. And, uh, it was really funny, but I reached out to him. He actually had his phone number on his Twitter page. It's really him. It's not a fraud. You know, everybody knows there's a lot of fraud out there. Uh, on Twitter with the famous people and actors and actresses. Uh, this is uh, can serve as a public service announcement. Please don't get fooled. Don't get fooled. Don't get fooled. Please do your homework. It's easy to do some fact checking, make some phone calls and uh, call the people out, you know, make them, make them do things to prove who they are. Pretty soon they'll get frustrated and leave you alone because they're not going to get anything out of you. Just don't, don't be swindled people by frauds out there. 
But like I said, I did some fact checking and this really is Ric Flair. He did put his phone number on there for guest appearances and everything. And I called it and left a message and keep your fingers crossed that he gives us a call back. And if you're out there, Ric Flair, it's for real. That message was for real. I am Rough Rider Ricky of the Rough Rider Talk Show, Talk Radio, and uh, we are for real. We want you. We have uh, deep respect for you as a uh, as an entertainer, as a wrestler, as a father, as a role model, as a husband, uh, and we want to share more of you with the people. And it's always funny because after some of your tweets, you want to do your patented, whoa, I'm sorry I don't do it justice, nature boy. <clears throat> but that was the story. We uh, had a wrestler friend, Blue Collar Vinny and myself, that lived here in the Orlando area. And the fabulous Moolah had passed away. And me and my bros, we were camping and we wanted to introduce my one brother to George. And so we gave him a call. And when I announced my name, service was terrible back then with the cell phones. It was, you know, plus it was in the Ocala National Forest. So he kind of thought I was Ric Flair because I said Rick. And he thought I was coming in for, for you know, Mula's funeral services. And I'm sorry, I, I went along with it. I pretended to be you, Rick. It was fun for a minute. <laughs> But he called me out a couple of days later. He he was looking. He was looking. He called one of my brothers. He had recorded the conversation. It was a great laugh, a great story. And man, it was pretty fun being you for a couple of minutes, having somebody think I was you. <laughs> but that's that. But please come on the show. It, it, it's 15 minutes. It's remote from wherever you're at. We would love to have you. And uh, congratulations on, on your daughter having a great career. Uh, following in her dad's footsteps, man. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, I love it. 13 times champion uh, she is. And, uh, you know, go for it. Keep keep working as long as your dad does, Charlotte, and, you, and you'll be great. Well, you already are great. Okay. So that's that with as far as guests coming on for, for Dick Gelati. And uh, Blue Collar Vinny. I, I'm going to talk about him. We got to give a little disclaimer <clears throat> for BCB. Uh, we are an explicit show. He uh, is on his own and his own views are not expressed through our, you know, the parent company, Rough Rider Talk Radio. But we do give him the freedom of speech to express what he wants to do so please don't hold that against the dick gelati show when you want to come on and uh keeping it real with roe she just wants to be honest all the time she wants to just bring the truth to people and then she goes it's up to you so we're having a great time doing it having a lot of fun a lot of laughs and um just had a great, great meeting today as far as our construction company goes. And uh, we're uh, posed or poised to have a fantastic last quarter of the year, um, starting off with October. 
it's uh, lining up to be fantastic. That meeting happened today. We're following it up with the uh, in-house meeting tomorrow afternoon and moving on to uh, inking the contracts uh, within the next week or two. And as a matter of fact, it's really bothering me that if if we get the this going, and I might not be able to go on that fantastic road trip we're talking. I, well, let me put it to you this way: we may have to postpone it, but not go when we are originally going to leave. With all these things happening for us right now, it's just uh, it's crunch time. There's a lot going on, and you know, business always comes first. Business always comes first. Everybody's got to remember that, especially you young people. Work ethic is not something that is readily seen in the marketplace any longer. There are some old school people <clears throat> that will work wire to wire, bell to bell, and put in 110% the whole time they're there. And those days are gone. You can't, I, I, Gosh, any of the big box stores, uh, don't, you don't, we don't ever say names. We don't, I live in a glass house. Okay. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw stones, but I will tell the truth, but I won't name names. So box stores, you go in, you're looking for something. Generally they, they know for sure exactly where everything's at. Excuse me. And they're able to help you. But every once in a while, you get that one person, guy or girl, that cannot be bothered by it. And that just happened over the weekend. It always sticks out when I have to talk on the show because that's, you know, I'm driving down the road and I'm just thinking like, how rude. And, you know, how do they still have a job? Has anybody complained? Has anybody said anything? Am I the only one this happens to? And now it's time to do the show, and that's what's on my brain. And here's another example. They're always negative. There's never anything good. Just picked up a trailer, you know, for the trip, so I can haul my car behind the RV. And a brand-new trailer, brand-new car hauler, dual-purpose, going to be able to use it for my job. So I go to the supply house, go to pick up some material, and the guy just blatantly takes off the fender, you know, with the forklift. Didn't even have it five hours. Didn't say he was sorry, nothing. Just went on to help the next person. You know, come on, really? Is that customer? And I spend a lot of money there every month with these guys. But hey, okay, so moving on. Positive, positive, positive. We don't ever want to be negative anymore. Oh my God, it's crazy. We're supposed to be positive and funny. So, okay. We're at a business meeting yesterday on Sunday. Absolutely. Everybody's busy during the week. We have to iron out things. So we go and break bread with our partners. And uh, first time meeting my partner's wife and their two kids. And of course we bring, I'm going to say his name. It's Eddie. He's my dog. Okay. I can say his name. He doesn't have a nickname. We bring Eddie and we're so excited that we're at a place. Eddie's our service dog. So he can come in. He's well-behaved and everything. 
But normally when we're there, you know, he's always got to just sit down and relax and, and, and be a good boy. Well, with the kids around, <laughs> it was great. And, and I'm, I'm just a big kid at heart myself. So, you know, took a little bit first time meeting him, you know, to get to know him, try to talk to him. And, uh, their, their names are after actors and actresses, their first names. That's who they're named after. And, uh, so I, I try and tell them a little bit about their namesakes, right? Who they're named after. But of course they're, they're younger kids. And Eddie keeps popping his head up and he's so cute. I swear we always miss out from taking a video or a picture because it'd be, it would be the, the moneymaker, but we always never have the camera ready. Cause we're not one of those people that are on our phones 24 seven. So the kids are starting to laugh and, and get a little more comfortable. We've been there for, for an hour or so, and we're going to go, okay, let's move over to the booth and, and let's get Eddie up there in between the kids, you know, let them be the bookends. And then he can kind of play with them and, and just instead of being in a stroller. And my boy loves to dig. He just, uh, I wish, well, we do have video now, but I, I don't have any videos of him because whenever he's digging, he just gets in there and he starts digging. But he's just so intense in doing it. And, and the little boy just started cracking up, laughing really super hard. And, and then Eddie, after he does that, he gets really frisky and he starts running back and forth, back and forth, really as fast as he can, trying to show off. And the, the little girl, my partner's daughter, you know, there's about, because it was mid-afternoon, so it was after lunch before dinner, and, and it was like a breakfast place. So there was, we were like the only ones in there besides the employees. And so they took up like 20 feet of the, of the bench along the wall. And, you know, Eddie's going back and forth and Eddie's a little lover boy. Okay. So when he gets to the girl one time, she's just laughing and he jumps up on her and he starts kissing her. He always loves to give kisses. I think we spoiled him with that. So he just thinks everybody wants kisses. And she started laughing and everybody was cracking up that was watching it. And mama spit out her drink all over me. I I was sitting across from her when she seen it and saw the kids laughing and what they were doing. She just couldn't hold it in. And Rough Rider Ricky got soaked. Lucky it was just water and spit. Okay, could have been worse. Could have been soda and then I'd have been sticky all day. But yeah, that's... Uh, I, I thought it was, I, I can't laugh about it. Um, and I'm the only one here. So there's nobody to laugh except the people on the air and people that are going to be watching me. But <clears throat> hey, you move on and you have fun. So, you know, the bathroom was close by and it took me about 20 minutes, you know, because I'm kind of a germaphobe. So never expected that one at lunch yesterday. Never did I think I was going to. When I woke up having coffee, think about, whoa, taking a shower in the middle of a restaurant. All right. So with this being said, hey, you guys got to follow me and subscribe for me, right? Because that'll help get us better and some better interviews 
and everything, if we can show that people are listening to us. And plus now with YouTube, I got to get better because every YouTube channel I watch and, you know, like the crazy cabbie or whatever he is, he goes camping. He's a Midwesterner, goes solo camping out of his truck all the time. I'm sure he's probably pissed at me because I watch his videos almost nightly and I'm yet to subscribe to him. And I'm one of his, you know, followers, but I haven't subscribed. And then now here I am asking the same thing he does. Hey, hit the like button and, and the bell to subscribe so you get the latest. I understand it's it's to help them out, but if you like them, then it helps you get the latest content. So get out there, like us, like the show. I am having a banner made still because we are going tailgating and the show is ever evolving. Now we have a couple sound stations that we're bringing with us and everybody that walks by we're going to be feeding them uh sausage italians man come on growing up being italian sausage and green peppers we're going to cook fresh there and cookie's going to be making some meatballs and sauce and uh we're going to be freezing that so that way it's good on the trip up and then when we you know get up that morning it's a 3 30 game so we got all morning to serve some breakfast, which is going to be finger foods, you know, small danishes, small muffins, stuff like that. We'll have a nice big coffee pot and coffee, and we're going to catch people coming, going, hanging out with us, watching the TV. We'll have the big screen out with the RV. We'll have a couple stations set up, and we'll get people doing some special shout outs and what they're thinking of the Buckeyes this year and the rest of the season. and all the haters and doubters, you know, again, it goes back to the beginning of the show. Ohio state has a great team this year. They have a lot of potential. Now, do they live up to that potential play to that potential? They got a great chance of taking it all the way. They do. I'm not saying they're a dynasty. I'm not saying they're going to do that. But with the team they have this year and the coaches, they have that ability and the chance to do it. Will they do it? We're going to find out what everybody thinks. That's the question we're going to be asking. And I believe, let's count it. So they played Notre Dame 1, Arkansas State 2, Toledo is 3, Wisconsin's 4, Rutgers 5. So... Just before halfway through the season, we're going to see how they gelled, how they're going, and we're going to ask that question. We're going to ask them their name, where you're from, and that's the question. And we're going to get their response. We're going to record it. We're going to feed them. And then probably... Uh, maybe the next couple days, edit it, get it all together and everything to get it uploaded. I would have to wait. I would ha hate to have to wait till I got back from the trip to do that. Hopefully I can do that right there and then and, and, and get it up. <clears throat> and I'm planning on seeing if, you know, everybody that wants to do it would subscribe. So that way, when I do get it uploaded, they'll automatically be notified. What do you think about that? It, it, that should be a good way to get a lot of followers. It, 
I listen, I ain't trying to be rich doing this. That's not me. I, I don't know. I'm not into it that much. I just want to be able to, to talk to people, interview some great people and say, look, man, look who I show, man. I had Ric Flair on my podcast. Come on. I'm doing it out of my guest room. You can see it. My guest room. That's, that's my dad up there. That's uh, something my dad made behind that is the constitution of the United States of America. Behind the Ohio state flag is a picture of my grandfather retiring from the city of uh, Willoughby. Uh, he was the uh, water manager and 30 years in got his gold watch. I have it in a shadow box. I received it when he passed away. Yeah, it's all about family, right? So here I am in this little room in the back corner of my house doing a little podcast show and I'm going to have Rick potentially, potentially, possibly could have Rick Flair on his show. Come on, man. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And then from there, you know, maybe I do get my, uh, my buddy's son who plays with the Seattle Seahawks to come on. And, you know, maybe that Major League Baseball pitcher who's retired that lives here in Florida that I have a great relationship, maybe he can see it to uh, come on the show. You know, those things would be great. That's what I want to do. Just be like, hey, man, did you see did you hear that interview I did with so-and-so? Hey, man, I interviewed. I'm saying Ric Flair because Ric Flair does do interviews. And I did solicit him to do an interview. We will make an offer to him if he asks for a donation to a favorite, one of his favorite charities, or even if he takes the money himself, we will work a deal with that. So that's why I'm saying Ric Flair, all the other people are going to do it out of the kindness of the heart because we have a relationship and we're friends. So I don't want to say their names until they're coming on the show for hundred percent. That's why I do it that way. Cause I keep it real. I don't want people to think that I'm throwing names around and then never having a chance. So, so there's that. So I, I, I like it and that's why I'm doing it. Hopefully some people laugh. Well, we're doing good as far as uh, comments and reviews. We're, we're holding a steady 4.4. You know, we're not a perfect five because, you know, I'm sure because we're up and down. When I listen to them, I laugh and be like, Ooh, I missed that. I should have, I should have caught that. But you know what? We're raw. We're, we're just raw. You know, rough around the edges. I'm a, I'm a carpenter. I'm not a finished carpenter. Right? Big difference. Um, I got an eye for detail, but I'm not meticulous. So that's happening here with the podcast. We're raw. We don't have sponsors. We don't have money. We don't have great equipment. We don't have sound engineers. We're not in studios. We, we don't have producers and writers or anything like that. Just little old me. Hey, guys. And, and I love doing it. I love talking. The wife says it all the time. Even, uh, even at the, at the uh, meeting yesterday we had. Uh, I started it off and I said, Hey, you know, let me bring everybody up to speed. I'm sure everybody's hearing just one side of the, you know, my meetings I'm having with our partner. So I, I start talking and everybody's like, ah, he just loves to hear himself talk. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I crack myself up. I really do. 
Friday night, Friday nights, like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. I'm in here and uh, I'm just messing around. You know, uh, I love listening to loud music. I love listening to the Foo Fighters. So, guys, uh, sorry for your loss. Uh, the only reason I mention that now is because you're doing and the uh, tribute show to them has uh, been, you know, on the air and replaying and everything. And of course, you know, his son playing the drums with you on My Hero is just getting a bazillion hits on on MTV's channel. So that that's amazing. So so I love listening to them guys, man. I just I love them. And I sing. I have this microphone. You can see it, the headphones. And, you know, I set the gain, I set the volume, and I get it going, and it's playing in my head so I can hear it. Then it's so loud, the microphone picks it up. So then I hear it through the microphone coming back to me. And then I'm singing, but I hear Dave Grohl sing, and I don't hear myself singing. So I'm like, hey, man, I sound just like Dave Grohl, <laughs> which I don't. <laughs> okay, trust me. I don't. But so, I'm, you know, I got my eyes closed and I'm into it and I'm singing and I think I think it was my hero. All right. I, I just finished uh, a previous set with uh, Pretender and uh, these times or whatever. Yeah. And uh, ever long. So that was my first set. Then starting off my second set with my hero. Right. Listen to me. I just. I'm a basket case, right? So I'm all into it and, you know, kudos, my hero, right? It's coming up, you know, so he's, he's belting it out. I'm belting it out. I got my eyes shut and I'm, I'm just going and I open my eyes and I look and, and cookies at the door and she's, she's just shaking her head. So I, I pause the song. I take off the headphones and uh, I'm, I'm looking at her and she just goes, you know, you suck, right? I go, come on, man. I sound just like them in my head. She's like, no, you don't. And, and I'm like, no, come on. I go, I think I'm getting better. She goes, no, you, you, you suck. She's like, stop it and come to bed. So there you go. So Friday night, two o'clock in the morning, I'm doing a private concert. Hey, doing a cover of the Foo Fighters. As my brother would call it, he would say the Poo Fighters, and not because of the Foo Fighters. Don't get me wrong, guys. It's not because of you. It's because of me, because I suck singing you guys' music, trying to cover. So that's fun, too. I, you know, I, I, that's one of the things I, I love to do now is just, just sing. I never did want to sing before in my life, but now I do. And I wish I learned the drums, because I watch a lot of that uh, video of David Grohl doing uh teen spirit at the ford with the drums he jammed he jammed that one of course i i close my eyes and i do the air drums i can't yeah i'm i'm, I'm not coordinated enough to even think about doing that and then my shoulders probably halfway through would just fall my arms would fall off my body so yeah all right so that's me dreaming a few bits watching youtube uh, and uh you know the foo fighters I've been getting into the Stones lately, and I would love to have Mick Jagger and Lisa Fisher. Does that girl have a voice or what? Kudos to you. And I think I think Mick, Mick gave it to you too after that video. 
that, that you guys shot. And that was an amazing video, amazing voice. Give me shelter, people. Uh, YouTube it. It's the official video. And, of course, you know, featuring Lisa Fisher. And, uh, you know, the Stones. Um, and, and it was done when Charlie Waters was still alive. He was on the drums, man. He was on the skins, kicking them. And it looked like everybody was having a good time on stage. So I hope they come back on a North American tour because I've missed them. And I kick myself in the rear end for missing them. I really think that uh, anybody that needs to go to a concert feels they need to go to a concert. Go to the Stones. Seriously. Uh, I, I haven't been. I, I just I hear about it. I, I read about it. I watch it. And I try and talk to other people that have been to tell me what I've been missing. I'm a glutton for punishment like that. So hopefully they come around on a North American tour and uh, I'm going to go see him for sure. And one thing, the garage at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If I knew how to play an instrument, they have everything set up and they let you sing. So you tell them what you want to sing and they let you. I, I think that's the way it works. I've been trying to do some research on it because I do want to sing. Because I think they got sound engineers there and they would actually make me sound good. I think they can. So I'm excited to see if that can actually happen. Because that would be really cool. If I can just do a track and then have it taped for me and I can play it all the time. And people can go, hey man, who's that? And I can say, hey, that's me. Why don't you sing that song for us right now? I'd be like, no. Come on. Do it, man. You sound great. No. <laughs> I think that's what happens because I watched a, a, a longer video on YouTube about um, the Foo Fighters doing an album on tape at Dave Grohl's house. That's an awesome video. I'll have to go through my uh, history and I'll put a link up to it. Obviously, now I can do that because I have a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's a great video to watch. I mean, they, they got this famous producer there and he puts it all together man and he's doing on tape they show you how they cut the tape with a razor blade and splice it together man that that's amazing kind of stuff man old school kind of stuff he opened up his house his kids were there you know it just that uh, i mean what a what a true family that was and, and a great depiction of a super cool band gelling together and uh just having a great time laying down the tracks and uh, enjoying each other. Again, that's where we need to go to, people. The shit that's going on now, that's not the way it was. Even in the division of the 80s and the 90s and stuff, it was never this bad. Never. And as far back as I can remember or family members talking about it, there was, there was never any of this type of animosity between the parties, the government, the people, nothing. I'm even, even up to 16, you know, after Bush and the Obama, how did we act when Obama became president? <clears throat> right. If people didn't like him and they had a bad opinion of him or whatever, he was our president. You stood behind him. That's the way Americans do. Whether it was Clinton, Reagan, 
Carter, any of them, the Bushes, Obama, Trump, any of them. Why is this president, this term, making it so hard for the American people to do that? That's just something to think about, right? It's very simple. It's a simple man's view, right? Maybe the intelligent people and all the smartigans that go to Harvard and everything and think they know it all and have statisticians working for them, running numbers, running this, running that, right? Maybe it's just as simple as some guy in his freaking bedroom in his house in Eustis, Florida going, Jesus, you're right. <laughs> Everybody did stand behind the president, no matter what they felt about him through the years. Even Trump, guys. I'm so, I'm sorry. I've I've talked to family members who were Democrats and everything, and they didn't like him. They didn't have a good opinion of him, but he was president, and they stood behind him because that was our leader, right? Just like Obama, I didn't like the guy. I didn't want him to be president. I didn't believe in his views, right? I didn't believe that he would take the country the way George Bush was running it and continue running it that way. That's why I didn't like him, but he was voted in and he was our guy. So we stand behind him. That's what we do. That's what I'm telling you. We did it all along. Why isn't it not happening now? I want somebody to let me know why that is not happening right now. It's simple. It's easy to answer. Because they're scared of what's going to happen next. That's the answer. The fear of the unknown. So, there you go, guys. Put together a great podcast tonight. Glad about the show. And remember, the best public service announcement announcement out there. Don't get ripped off by other people that are being fraudulent to you. If it's too good to be true, then it's bullshit. And I am going through it right now. I'm not going to say any names, nothing. But if they listen to this whole podcast, she knows who she is. It's not very nice to fool Rough Rider Ricky. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night.